Hey, Christine. Hey, Selena. How are you? You know, good. This is interesting. We've been talking about doing this for a really long time. I know. And it's kind of funny because we sit down and talk all the time. We do. I don't know why we think it's a big deal to talk in front of you. That's right. We have some really good conversations too. And we there's do. times where we've been like, man, would have been awesome if we recorded that because I think it's things that we talk about things that I think a lot of people are thinking or feeling. Yes. And um, yeah. And so. But nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Because yeah, it's, yeah. it's a level of intimacy that is rare. True. It requires vulnerability, which I hate. Yes, you do. With a fiery hot passion. Yeah. I don't necessarily love it either, but. You're better at it though. I, yeah. I've met lawn furniture better at it than I am though. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> so that wasn't much of a compliment, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. One of the things we've been talking about a lot lately though is friendships, right? Yes. <clears throat> and it's weird to be, I mean, you're a lot younger than me. I'm, Shut up. I'm not a lot I'm 52. You. How old are you? You're not 52. I'm are 51. You? You're 50. Are you? I, I make myself you are 51. so much Stop older. It. I am 51. Yeah. And you are 40. I'm so glad I was right. If I would have been wrong about your age, that would have been bad. I, don't, I always make myself older. I am not 47. How old are you? You're 45. No. no. You're not even 45. I will be. Later this year. Oh my gosh! See, I made make you older too. No, I to make myself feel better. What? I make you older to make myself feel better. Oh. But then why do I make myself older? So yeah, that's, that's dumb. That's you weird. should just make yourself younger. Yes. Yeah. Look, we've got friends. Yeah. That's Poppy. That's Poppy. Yeah, and we have um, Essie. And if you follow Selena on Instagram, you know that we now have new Ralphie. Ralphie, and he's like he's this so thing, cute, and he's adorable. He's the cutest thing you've ever seen. I can't stand it. Anyway, we're talking about okay. friendship. Yeah, and we're so talking about friendship. Is, I think it's odd because I think the reason a lot of people don't talk about this and why this is even hard when we talk about it is because you're in your 40s. I'm in my early 50s. <laughs> now we have that 50s. established. Yes. And so you don't, I guess, I just never thought I'd be in this place. Just yeah. Being right? completely vulnerable right out yeah. the gate, right? Like that I would be just feeling like, man, I have just total transparency I've really sucked at friendship mm -hmm. and um and and you get what you put into life right like you so yeah um and I was thinking this morning I look at certain people and we were talking about my um childhood best friend uh, Chrissy and she has like there four couples three other yeah, couples that her that. and child hang out with and they are super um close they do everything together they vacation together they spend like so much time together and i'm talking like for 20 you know 15 20 years this isn't like oh these are new friends and um, her dad just passed away and when i showed up like they were all there wow and and they like were there all week and they were there at the service and they're there now and i just honestly was like this is what i'm talking about mm. like i don't have yeah. that in my life, I have really wonderful, amazing friends. Yeah, you do. But only a couple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, and it just doesn't, I don't know. I just feel like something is missing, but I own it because I feel like I've not been, I'm not great at being consistent. I'm mm. not great at like just, hey, let's just plan something and do it. Like, I'm much better with the friends that are totally okay with months go by and right. then we just pick up where we left off. Yeah. But I think it's important that we have some of those. 
those. Yeah, I really do. For sure. Because I think there are different friendships that serve different purposes mm-hmm. in our lives. Mm-hmm. And they also are, some are seasonal, you know, like yeah. the, these are the people you were close with for a season. And whether it's age and stage or proximity, something changes. Mm-hmm. And then they're just not in that next season with you. But it doesn't mean the friendship is a loss. Yeah. Now, if I'm being totally transparent, I am very much feeling this, mm-hmm. um, this lack of people to do life with. Yeah. Because I think a big part of it is it's something that I had in spades mm-hmm. for years. I mean, it was literally my job at yeah. one point. I had more than I could handle for quite some time. Because you were like life group leader at yeah. a large church. You were a life group. You were self-proclaimed life group We junkie. were. We loved it. We yeah. loved it. Constantly had people in your home. And- Constantly, yeah. And then COVID hit. And everything that happened in the aftermath of COVID, mm-hmm. you know, that was it. Yeah. That was it. And not being a part of a church community that I was a part of for over 20 years. Right. It's amazing to me how it's just gone. Yeah. Like there's there's no one. Yeah. It's like, where's my tribe? Where did everybody go? Because I'm still alive. Yeah. And so here I am Mm -hmm. almost mid Mm forties trying to figure out how the heck do I make friends now Mm -hmm. as a grown adult? Yep. And let's add to, again, vulnerability, transparency. Let's add to that, that piece of, um, I hate to use words that are like trendy because I don't want to like don't put me in a box with everybody else. Like I resist that, but like that whole deconstruction, reconstruction, Yeah, you know, where we're just asking really hard questions about our faith, not at all questioning our um, belief in Jesus and like all of that, like, so like not, that's not even it. Actually, I think we would both say we feel closer to Jesus than we ever had in our entire lives. And it's um, just learning. Yeah. Some really incredible spiritual practices and just, oh man, just faith has come alive, but we're also learning and unlearning and relearning some really incredible things that it would really be cool to have a larger tribe of people that it's safe to have those conversations with. Yes. And I think you hit a keyword there, especially for me anyway, safe, Mm -hmm. man. (laughs) Yeah. Not a lot of safe spaces these days. Mm-mm. And they certainly are not online. No. <laughs> oh, my word. No. They are the opposite of safe. Yeah. At least that's how I feel. So I get really nervous mm-hmm. when I even attempt to talk about things like that online. Yeah. Like, if I post on a Sunday, it's going to be something about faith or church or something mm-hmm. where I'm at with that every time. I am so nervous. I mean, my hands will sweat. My heart is pounding because I am just bracing myself, Mm. just bracing myself to be ripped to shreds Yeah, because that has been Mm -hmm. some of my experience in the past. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I don't even want to talk about, I don't even know who I can talk about those things with, but man, it's so good. And it's so life-giving. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's life-changing for sure, to be able to talk about, um, talk about faith and talk and just ask hard questions and for it to be okay to do that. And you're not a heretic because you are right. right? But you're actually, you're not checking your brain at the door. I don't think Jesus ever meant for us to check our, check Mm. our brains at the door, right? Like we're supposed to dig in and, um, but yeah, and you're braver than me because I avoid social media 
pretty much at all costs. Yeah. The same thing happens. Like I, it, if I do post, it takes me forever to even like, and I, and a lot of times I'll send it to you first. And I'm like, can you please read this? But I've avoided it. And because when I go online, it doesn't feel safe because yeah. of the past couple of years, I think we would all acknowledge this the past couple of years. It's been so polarized right oh, you're yeah. either on this end of the spe- spectrum and you're or you're on that end of the spectrum and you're wrong either way with half of the people yeah well we <laughs> so. forgot to have we forgot how to have civilized conversation yeah somewhere in the midst of all this we decided <laughs> that that if somebody believes something even a little bit different yeah. than we do we can't even talk to them yeah like they're just wrong the end yeah and any shred of humility that would say maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it's just going out the window. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because I think for both of us, this has been a time where we've more than ever been saying, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. And exploring that. Yeah. And even one step further from that is what else have I been wrong about? Oh my word. Right. Yeah. That it's okay. If yes. I've been wrong about something, I don't, that, that is humility, right? Like that's, yes. That's the heart of Jesus. That's the first step on the wrong of the Beatitudes is that, you know, admit your need for God, admit you don't know everything, admit you don't have this all figured out. But yet I think, I I think for so many years we were taught like, no, like this is what you believe and you stand your ground, you dig your heels in and not like anything outside of that is wishy-washy or it's it's double-minded or it's like, I'm just thinking of like, it's a slippery slope. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. But can I tell you what I found? The slippery slope is a water slide into Mm. a pool. Like it's amazing. Oh, I love that. When you get on that slippery slope, there is nothing Mm -hmm. to be afraid of. Yeah. There's nothing to be afraid of. Mm. And so I love the slope. Yeah. It's a blast. It's taught me more Mm. about God. It's taught me more about myself. It's Mm. taught me more. mm, It's made God so much bigger and so much better than I ever thought or taught he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just stop right there. Cause I think, um, mm, say that again. So it's a slippery slope but it's a water slide. It's a freaking blast <laughs> into, <laughs> into a pool. A pool. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a book that I read when I was on vacation. Um, gosh, I don't know if it was last summer and summer before called the eternal current. Yeah. I still have not made my way all the way through it. Uh, so, it so good. good. Like speaking it's of like right there. there it is. Yeah. And speaking of like spiritual practices and things like that. And I just remember interesting. I was reading that book and we were in upstate New York. Um, and we were on Alexander Bay and I was just out in the middle of the, well, it's actually the river, right? And, um, and just swimming and swimming and swimming. And the whole time had this, like, this picture of this eternal current of like, just being with Jesus mm-hmm. and how just being with Jesus really just changes everything. And then he takes you. It's like, you're not trying to force anything. You're not trying to like coerce anything you're just like you're digging into the depths and you are just going along with the with the current and um so when you when you that visual came to me when you talked about the pool right the slippery yeah. slope. it's not a slippery slope no i mean and there's not to say like hello again you're not checking your brain at the door right, right. there's wisdom and discernment and there's a, there's a level of trust too right oh yeah there has when to you be. are asking hard questions and um uh yeah but that freedom to be okay with 
you know, not being okay with not having all the answers with, yeah. um, yeah. And so, sorry, going back to friendship, like that's craving that, yeah, that community yeah. and that and it's interesting when your kids were younger, I think there might be something we talked about, we talked about seasons of friendships yeah. too, right? And I think sometimes in our lives, we have different seasons where we feel like we're our friend, we have more a fuller um, yeah. tribe, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think we're both, we both just find ourselves um, in this season where it's the, that tribe is, is very small and yeah. the more people you and I talk to, and I'm talking from corporate executives to high level ministry leaders to like all kinds of people, right? Everybody is repeating the same thing. It's so funny. Everyone is repeating the same thing, but it's almost like metaphorically, nobody's saying it out loud. Right. That's true. You know, in one-on-one, mm-hmm. people are saying it. Mm-hmm. The people aren't saying it out loud in larger spaces. Yeah. Probably for the exact same reasons we don't want to, <laughs> right. right? It's not safe. It doesn't feel safe. And there's a part of it. You feel like a loser. Oh, for sure. Right? Like, I look around and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm an Why extrovert. don't I have friends? Right. Where? Oh, I don't have any friends. I suck. Like, where do they go? Me? Yeah. But then the more people I talk to, I'm like, oh, you don't have friends either. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, Chrissy is rare. Like, yeah. what she has is so, so rare because, and I have to do that, right? Like, because I'll tend to go, well, everybody, everybody has all of these friends. Yeah. No, no. And she, going back to what I said, right? Like, she has been so good. So we've been friends since day three. And if it wasn't for her, we would never talk. Mm. She is amazing. And she's like that with all of her friends and family. Like she's just so, she's so good at being intentional and scheduling time yeah. and like going out of her way. And, um, and so I know that that's part of it, Yeah. but yeah, but yeah. So we're not alone and you're not alone if you're feeling this way too. And so not alone. Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. What else you want to talk about? Um, what do you think makes a good friend? What do I think makes a good friend? Okay. Here's something that's really difficult for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm an Enneagram eight. We all don't know what that means. It basically means I'm trying to think of a nice way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> um, crunchy exterior, really soft interior. If, if you're one of my people, man, I love you. I will go to bat for you. I will be so protective of you. Yeah. Um, but she if you're not, burn somebody's house down I will burn somebody's house down for you. <laughs> yes. Hence the matches in my logo. Yeah. Um, but, but it comes like, it comes with a, I don't know. I, I want to use the word standard, but I don't want to use the word standard. Mm. I just, what's hard for me is loyalty mm-hmm. and integrity yeah. mean so much to me. Oh yeah. And I think it's because that's, those are the two things I will 100% offer to my friends, mm-hmm. that loyalty and that integrity. Fierce loyalty. You, you are fiercely loyal. Okay. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I am. Mm-hmm. I am. And then when I don't get that in return mm-hmm. in a friendship, I kind of like shut down. Yeah. I shut down and that is really difficult because then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, not safe. We're done here. Yep. And then you're dead. To me. And then that's it. You're dead to me. Like, 
<laughs> nice knowing you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that is the right way to go about things, mm-hmm. but it is how I tend to operate. And yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it's okay mm-hmm. to be loyal. I really, really do. I'm thankful for it. Right? <laughs> right? I'm a byproduct of your I'm loyalty. serious. <laughs> I'm I, right to say that. I think loyalty and friendship in particular mm-hmm. is a lost art. Yeah. I really, really do. I want the friend who will defund, defend me when I'm not there. Mm-hmm. I want a friend who will um, never say a bad word about me, mm-hmm. you know, wh- whether they think it or not, or if they do think it, say it to me. Mm-hmm. I want a friend who, if I've done something to upset them or something happened, they're mad at me for some reason, yeah. that they will fight with me yes. because they care enough about me or about our friendship to fight. Fight for the relationship. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say, just thinking about that is there, there's the piece of um, also accountability, right? Like you and I don't agree with everything. No. We don't agree with everything theologically. We don't agree no. with everything the way we raise our kids. We don't agree. Like there's just things that we don't agree with. Yeah. And we say it. Yeah. Right. And we. And guess what happens? Nothing. Right. Like it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's really okay. Yeah. It's, it's almost like it's the, um, I don't know. Like I was just thinking of the example of that you have a really, had a really cool one earlier and this is not going to be a school cause it's like, but a tapestry, you know, mm. like when you look at a tapestry, it's just beautiful. Right. And yeah. I think of our friendship and I'm like, it's so beautiful. But when you flip that tapestry over, there's a lot of knots and frays oh, yeah. and all that stuff. We have had our knockdown drag outs. <laughs> like serious knockdown drag outs. For sure. And there are things yeah. that we come to a place where like just different things that I know that I've said to you, I'm not there yet. Or, and I don't know that I'm ever going to get there yet, yeah. I, but wow, that was a great conversation. Right. And we're better for it. Yes. I because would totally agree. where did we get the idea that to be friends, we have to agree. Like all of our things have to yeah. to be the same yeah they don't that's like if you were just like, like me <laughs> I probably wouldn't like you right <laughs> to be honest yeah right yeah and so I need you to not be a carbon copy of me right yeah that's that's not what I think a good friendship looks like right and I'm a, you talked about you're a set you're an eight on the Enneagram and I'm a seven on the Enneagram which means one of my big um my big things is I run from pain Mm -hmm. and I think one of the things I appreciate most about our friendship is when you see that tendency in me you say hold on hold on on." like what's going on here Mm -hmm. like not not so fast right like come back and and let's let's talk about how you feel and let's like and you hold that place for me that is so rare because I'll tell you, and this has happened even with you, right? Like you're in pain and I just want to be like, okay, let's just have a party. Bye-bye. And let's just, let's, and let's not talk about it and let's move on. Because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like pain is very uncomfortable for me. And I've grown some and, um, but still have a, a really long way to go. But I just, so like it's accountability. It's calling, I think a, a true friend, like calls things out. As they see them, when they see them. Yes. Yeah. And, but in a healthy way. Right. And, and friends, I think, give one another permission to do that. Well, and that's what I was just thinking as you were saying that, because 
I have earned my place yeah. to speak the truth to you. Mm-hmm. You have earned your place to speak the truth to me. So I think what ends up <laughs> feeling so unsafe out on socials is when there's people you don't know commenting and telling you how you should live your life because you know they want to tell you the truth. Well, that's adorable, princess, but I don't know you from Adam. So you don't get to tell me that, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But we have earned that place with each other. Yeah. We have put in the time, we've put in the work. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. And, I, and here's what's crazy about it, as you were talking about it. Yeah, we, we've, we've, I still thinking about our disagreements. I still remember the time you came into my right. office and oh, said, no, that one. do you want to go for coffee? And I just looked at you and you said to me, um, so do you still love me? And I said, I'll think about it. So, <laughs> and then we went for coffee. And You're we, such a jerk. <laughs> my my would have so been like, funny, yes, yeah. of course I yeah, love no. you. No, she was like, I'll think about it. I'm trying to decide <laughs> if I'm going to burn your house down. I was looking for the matches right before you walked in my office, actually. I wasn't looking for them. I knew where they were all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, anytime we've had a fight, never once in my mind have I thought, oh, this is the end of us. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. That's never been an option to me. So I'm not afraid yeah. to... Not that we argue often. We don't. No. But, uh, but I'm not afraid to bring things to the table. Yeah. You know, I don't feel the need to bury anything. Yeah. I think too, though, and this again goes back to that word consistency, where like throughout COVID, we pretty much like had a standing date. It was oh, either yeah. once a week or every other week we were hanging out. Yep. Like we were, you, you were in my bubble and I we was were, in your bubble. We were bubble buddies. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Um, it's a sponge and oh okay okay <laughs> don't make it weird it's a spongebob thing but I would come here to your house and have um, dinner with your family and we would just hang out and talk and and so I think that consistency builds yes. that trust and yes. builds like builds that bridge I love I heard years ago somebody say you know you've got to build build bridges that bear the weight of truth yes yeah and I feel like we've totally done that um so it's that, but it's that vulnerability too, right? Like I know that there's been times I've said to you, I'm really, I'm really afraid that because I don't agree with you about this and you feel so passionately, passionately about this, sure. that like, this is going to be a problem in our friendship, you know, or like, I don't know. There's, I just remember there's been times where like, well, I think we both probably mean more because I tend to be more emotional and vulnerable and like sappy. Um, where we've had we've said that too right like this is scary yeah and but I don't yes we've acknowledged that for sure Mm -hmm. but I've never I've never felt like there's been a deal breaker Mm -hmm. I'm not even sure what a deal breaker could be right for us I'm not sure I'm not sure there is one betrayal would be a deal breaker yeah you know you're right yeah, that would be it. Yeah, because there's a high, high level of trust. Like I say things to you that I like. I would there's like very, very few people I would say those things to, yeah. right? Yeah, and like a level of honesty and vulnerability that is like and, and rawness. Yeah, like rawness. Yeah. As I'm saying these things too, here's the other thing I think needs to be acknowledged, and you said it at the beginning. Not all friendships are ever going to get there. Right. Right. And they don't need, need to. to. 
Right. Exactly. I was thinking that as you were just talking about mm-hmm. that level of vulnerability and rawness, because I have that with you equally, I think. Um, and I don't think I'll ever give that to all my friends. Right. Because I don't think it's necessary, first of all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I feel like there's, you know, we tell people, generally we tell people 75, maybe between 60 and 75% of what's going on, or we share 60 to 75% of ourselves with people in general. Mm-hmm. We probably share closer to 80% with our closer circle of friends. And then we have, you know, the people we're sharing 98% with, mm-hmm. right? That 98% is super close. But then we need those like one or two people mm-hmm. that get the last 2%. Yeah. Wow. So it's you and my husband. Mm-hmm. You are the only people that get that last 2%. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give that 2% to everyone. Right. And you couldn't. Right. If you don't possible. have the capacity or the time, let's just be real, right? Yeah. To, to because that's an that's a huge huge investment it's a big investment so if you have one or two that's amazing yeah well and I also think it's a red flag Mm. if you are giving that last two percent to every and anyone and it doesn't matter how long you've known them that's true I that's a red flag it's too much it's too much like please please go Mm. find out what that's about Mm -hmm. yeah we'll say more about that well, I think it's, I know that there's a term for it. And I can't think of it right now, but I think it has, I'm probably going to say it wrong. I think it has something to do with attachment theory. Mm. But when you overshare like that, yeah. there's, there is a struggle going on internally. Yeah. Like you probably need a therapist. Therapy. Yeah. You need a therapist. You need to do the work necessary to go back and heal whatever needs to be healed because we are precious beings mm-hmm. right and so we don't <laughs> we don't owe all of ourselves to anyone yeah and we shouldn't be that quick right to do that mm-hmm. so but that is again that's talking about that last two percent that we share with very very few people we in our house and you probably know this uh, my husband calls it uh full selena <laughs> Full Selena, yeah. Nobody gets to see full Selena mm. because it's a lot. Yeah. And I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, so yeah, it's it's a balancing act, but I'm so thankful yeah. that I have someone to be that 2% with or share that 2% with. And if you don't have somebody to share that 2% with, find someone Yeah, and just start the process. And sometimes it is a therapist. Well. Right. Yeah. I, and I have, um, I mean, you and I both have been in and out of therapy and spiritual directors and all the things because there's just so much power in, because a lot of times that therapist is, if you are really committed to growth and wholeness, that's my word for this year is wholeness. Mm. And so I'm getting back into therapy um, because I know that there's some things I just need to continue to work out and work through. but so sometimes that therapist, not sometimes, a therapist should also be in that last 2%, right? Because For sure. they get all of you if you yeah. really want to grow. If you want to get help. Yeah. Because they can only help you as much as you're willing to be honest with them. 
I remember somebody using the analogy of you go to go to a doctor and you say, um, I, I need uh, I need surgery. And the doctor is like, okay, well, what's going on? Well, I just need surgery. Right. Oh, right? I love that. Like, well, yes. okay, well, what hurts? Well, um, everything is stuff, <laughs> right? And they're like, okay, now I can't help you, right? Like, you just, right. you can't. And so same thing with the therapist. But as I think about friendship, yeah. there's been times, like I told you, I had lunch with um, our friend Courtney um, uh, back in December. And uh, we were sitting and having lunch. We were talking about something. And all of a sudden, I could feel this level of emotion that I was mm. like I don't even know where this is coming from what what is going on you know and through that conversation and she's so great at just like also like asking really good questions and um and not just letting things rest but just like hey let's you know yeah because you know when you love somebody so much you don't hold out you tell them the truth and you and so I walked away from that conversation. I think I called you that day or the next day. Yeah, I, was I think like, you did. Okay. Um, my, yeah. my, ther- my, my last therapist dismissed me. Not dismissed me. <laughs> I'm word? sorry. Did you get fired from therapy? <laughs> no, actually. Are you sure? Um, what's it called? She discharged. discharged me. She was like, okay, you're good. If, if you want to just do like a maintenance thing, shut up. Everyone's while you want to do a maintenance thing. And I was like, oh. Okay. And then sitting there talking to Courtney, I was like, oh no, I need, I need to work through some stuff. And so, um, yeah, so a good friend will tell you, Hey, I think you might need to get back into therapy or start yeah. seeing a therapist. Right? Yeah. And who, after the last two freaking years, doesn't, doesn't need who a therapist? Doesn't? Please. If you're not in therapy, Woo! just get in, get in, just get in, get in. You and need it. Wait to be don't discharged. Think you don't need it. I'm telling you dismiss. Or fired. <laughs> I've been fired by doctors, but I don't think I've been fired from therapists. I really kind of like that idea for you, though. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's yeah. too funny. We've talked a about a lot. We did. Yeah. I don't even know how long we've been talking. I don't either. We said we, we, know? we, said we were going to do no, this for, uh, you know, we were just going to try this out because something, again, this is one of those things where we've been talking about it for a long time. So it's yeah. like that motion that you talked about, Ugh. but no action. So right. today we were like, you know what? We don't have the greatest, latest and greatest technology. We don't have all the things, no. but here's what we have. We have a desire to be transparent and honest. I think like one of my things, so my word for me is wholeness um, for this year, but it's, I want to be whole so that I can, like I told you the other day, one of my breath prayers is I breathe in, be loved. And yeah. then as I breathe out, I, I breathe out, be love. So I want to be loved. I want to be um, whole so that I can, I can breathe out wholeness into the world. And um, because this world needs a lot of healing. And so, yeah. 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 So yeah. I just thought maybe this conversation would bring some of that. And, and I think more than anything, this conversation brings a level of normalcy Right. Right. Yeah. Nobody's talking about we it. We so. cannot possibly be the only people feeling this way. We can't. And I, I know that we're not like I've talked to people. Yeah. I know that we're not. Yeah. But I also know nobody's doing anything about it. Nope. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have ideas for what we can do, yeah. we are all ears because I have no okay. idea. We're going to keep talking about it. Yeah, for I think sure. we need to. We're going to keep digging in. We're going to, I think for part of it is for, to normalize it, but also part of it is because we think that if we keep having this conversation, 
then other people will also start having the conversation. And then I think when it comes down to it, we'll make some decisions about what we can control and, and some intentionality and what we can't. And, and also, we'll also come up with some great expectations, right? Like you, you're, that percentage thing that you just did was so good because sometimes we can be like, oh my gosh, I don't have 10 of those people. Well, no, it really truly is yeah. just a few. Um, but we can have, how do we expand our tribe? Um, how do we personally, I think maybe next time that we talk to is to talk, we, maybe we can talk about it starts with us, right? In order For to sure. have great friends, we have to be, be a, a great, great friend. friend. And what so, does that look like? Right, right. Yeah. So we'll do that yeah. next time and yeah. kind of see where that goes. And um, if you're listening and you, you have ideas or thoughts, um, we'd yours. love to hear them. Leave a comment, but be nice. Yeah. Be Only nice about it. Remember, she's got the matches and I've, I go with her where she goes. Be nice. So if you're not nice, we're not talking to you no more. Okay. You can disagree. <laughs> you just have to be nice. But I don't know where her accent just I, came I from. don't either. Yeah. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it just. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We're going to turn this off now. Yeah. Before she starts exploring other accents. I've got them. I'm... Okay. Bye. Bye.